Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Emil, and you're listening to another episode of Emil in the Morning at Night, episode 37. Oh man, not quite a Tuesday release like I was shooting for, but it feels good to be on a weekly schedule again. Speaking of schedules and feeling good though, I just realized it's the show's anniversary. Wow, time sure flies and I can't believe I've been doing this show for a year now. Thank you to all the people out there who support the show by tuning in. And much appreciation to all the awesome people that I've gotten to know because of the show. I can't wait for another awesome year of talking life and video games with people. Was thinking if I should do anything special for the show's anniversary, but I'll figure that out soon if ever. Anyways, this week has been so full of fun stuff that I can't even cope with the amount of games that I want to play. I want to play Lucio Ball and get those Overwatch Summer skins. I just bought Monster Hunter and I haven't even played it yet. I'm still very much on the Dark Souls train. And to top it all off, Pokemon Go gets released and now I want to run around everywhere just like the old Ingress days. Whew, tons of shit happening and it's a great time for gaming. But let's get to this week's episode, yeah? This week, we get to talking to the awesome people from Too Much Gaming. I sit down with Carlos, Miguel, and Willem, and we talk about how they started TMG and why they do the cool stuff they do. We talk about their articles, their YouTube channel, their podcast. These guys really do do a lot of things for the love of gaming. Pretty awesome insight on how these channels work and what drives the people behind it. We talk about how Carlos started it with a single article on Fallout New Vegas, Miggy's shenanigans recording people falling off mountains in GTA, and even Willem's stint as a usability analyst for a bunch of notable games. I even got to enjoy myself listening to Willem and Miguel try to explain themselves for their Opai adventures on YouTube. If you enjoy stuff like this, I'll be bringing you conversations about life and video games every week, so don't forget to subscribe if you can. Next week, I'll be having Brian from the YouTube channel Bregs on the show to talk about my recent Dark Souls obsession, so there's that to look forward to as well. And you know what, since this is the anniversary week of the show, I think I'll cut in some of our conversations from the green room before the show starts. Maybe cut in some stuff after too. <laughs> That'll probably be as special as this episode gets. <laughs> but anyway, let's get down to this week's episode. Yeah? Here's A Meal in the Morning at Night. Episode 37 with Too Much Gaming. The last thing I ask is, since I've asked you guys so many questions already, do you guys have any questions about me, myself, or the podcast, or anything related? Tell us about you. Why do you play the game over and over again? <laughs> what what is mean? a game <laughs> to you? The game, the video games. How do you spell game, really? I think well, it's different is, for like you. It's like it's an after studio shit. <laughs> yeah. What's your shoe size? Seven and a half. <laughs> got some tiny feet. Yeah, pretty tiny That's feet. That's pretty tiny feet. <laughs> yeah, pretty um, tiny feet. I usually buy women's shoes. <laughs> like actual women's shoes? Yeah, women's jackets too. Well, actually, I'm actually pretty curious. <laughs> when, office episode about that. I'm actually pretty curious when you actually like stood up and decided to actually do a podcast. That's what Ooh, I'm um, Yeah, because usually I would check the number of episodes, but then your schedule is 
Yeah, yeah, everywhere. and <laughs> I, I, pretty I, pretty I, we we pretty much met in like uh, in double game jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and game yeah. jam, yeah. And then your episodes was pretty much like midway. You're going to the episode. Actually, when I met you guys, my schedule was fairly consistent. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. the first year. And yeah, yeah, and then went to shit. Let's just say Overwatch happened. Something like that. More of this laptop happened, honestly. I've heard so many. Oh yeah, I heard like Johns. Yeah, so many Johns about this laptop, right? Um, but I think I because um. By profession, I'm a voice actor. Yeah. Uh, totally. Usually, uh, most of the bulk of the jobs here in the Philippines is dubbing. So I would dub like Spanish telenovelas. Oh shit! Can you tell um, us what projects you're on so we can watch? No. Right. Oh, uh, have you ever I, heard of La Rosa de Guadalupe? I know your Spanish yeah. voice. <laughs> <laughs> La Rosa de Guadalupe, shit like that. La de um, I've done some Korean novellas. Okay. Usually, I'm pegged as like either the bad guy, the drug dealer. Or... <laughs> you do that voice for us. Oh my us. god. That's you know, stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good question. Yeah? If you had to dub Naruto, who would you be? Who would I be in Naruto? Because they Fuck. usually have three, right? Like main hero guy, girl like, voice, and old guy voice. I'd probably be Sasuke. Honestly, I don't think he would, yeah. he would strike me more as... Choji. Choji. <laughs> I get why Lupa you need to three inches now. Shit like that, and usually corporate PVs, things like that. Insurance and you do commercial companies. voices, though. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm not into any of these things, and I want to talk about video games, and I want to talk to people, so I started the podcast. And yeah. more of Pretty like, cool. I consume podcasts so much, and I thought like, why not make one? Mm. So deep, are we like a radio show now? <laughs> Is that? Are we? Are we gonna get everything? Are we, e entertainment? are we gonna get some callers now? Hi. I think we're good. Um, oh, pa sa bell pepper. <laughs> bell pepper. We don't need the sandwich, so we're good with that. Um, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just taking a <laughs> Why are you so well? Like, you know when the camera's on. <laughs> <laughs> I captured a very good expression. Is it blurred? Of course you got a great okay. expression from Biggie. <laughs> um, question. For me, I thought you were like, impress doing the impression of the new King Kong trailer. I was like, I thought you were gonna say King of Fighters. Any last questions? Are we good? I'm pretty much good. We're pretty much good? Yeah. And so we're ready. Yeah? Yeah. You have more of this. Let's start. Welcome to another episode of A Meal in the Morning at Night, where I talk to interesting people over a cup of coffee at night. And tonight, joining us today are the fine people from TMG or Too Much Gaming. Say hi, guys. Hey! Hello! Way Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Guys, introduce yourselves. It's quite the full room today. Yeah, you can hear the humming and everything. We're all together in the table. This is Carlos. And I'm Will. I'm a co-creator, I guess. Yep. I'm Migoy. The other guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're we're joined by Too Much Gaming here today. I've been hanging out with you guys like for quite a bit now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've I've guested on one of your podcasts. Yes, you did. I have also guested on one of your let's plays. We, we did the Ninja War. Yeah, we did together. the Ninja War. The Ninja War, yeah. yeah, which I sadly missed. But yeah. yeah, it's like we yeah we saw each other at Global Game Jam. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's when we met. I think that was mm -hmm. like Jan January. Yeah, January. Start of yeah. this year. Early so this long year. ago. Yeah. I don't even. Was so it, young. Yeah, it was this year. It just starts off really early. That's why it feels like forever. Yeah, uh -huh. true. So like I thought it was high time that you guys finally guessed on the podcast because like you guys invited me and like I would love to learn more about what you guys do. Yeah, I was actually pretty excited to actually get into this podcast and I like listened to your episodes. Oh, before. thank you. Oh yeah, I was actually. And for once, you don't have to take the lead. And for once, <laughs> I don't have to like lead well, he, the podcast. Will is taking the lead sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 
<laughs> yeah, like we mentioned this off mic. When I guessed it on your podcast, I was supremely happy that I didn't need to do anything afterwards. Yeah. No responsibilities yeah. at all. <laughs> it's fun guesting on the podcast. Just it is. opinions. Like, uh-huh. When I get home, I don't have to download anything. I don't have to post or edit something. Oh man, like that, that's a very bit. like forgotten process. Like even uploading videos, you have to put tags. You have yeah, to put titles, you have to yeah. And with our internet here, it, you know, just uploading a single video in itself is an event. You fix your RSS feeds and shit oh, like yeah, that. Dude. Okay, so we're getting off on a tangent. Let's start this right. So just to introduce it to the audience properly, what is TMG? Um, TMG is like a multimedia website that focuses on the games industry. But how would you guys introduce yourselves? It's pretty much a series of like mediums. Either you can get some information with regards to the video game industry through articles, mm-hmm. through videos, or through our podcast. And it's pretty much a local take for the Philippines, mm-hmm. for the viewers. And that's pretty much what TMG is all about. Okay. We do focus. We, I mean, most of the news we cover is international, but at, you know, one of the big th- why we went to Global Game Jam, for example, is we'd like to focus also on the local side of things because that's seriously underappreciated, I think. Yeah. yeah, 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 totally. And actually, when I met you guys at the Global Game Jam, that was my first exposure to your kind of content, your kind of like the things you do, right? Yep. So you guys were getting stuck in on the local scene, like actually getting in there and talking with people. And to me, that was pretty amazing. Kind of an inspiration to keep my show going, you know? Yeah, because like when we were, like when I was doing this, when we were doing TMG and then the meat of the of our content was pretty much like what Will was saying, international. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually joined um, the events, the local events, I started saying, there's an actual local industry here. And whenever we talk to them, they have no idea <laughs> they don't know how to respond. On. They They're don't like, know how to respond. They're like, oh my god, fumbling. people are talking to us. Yeah, like, yeah. Show so that, them the video game. <laughs> yeah, that made me realize that there's no one covering them in general. Indie studios, they get shocked. They don't seem prepared and they seem excited. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of like aspects and elements to why it's interesting to tackle that. I've actually like totally experienced that. Like I'm totally feeling for what you're saying because when I gate a uh, gate, when gate? I when I get to talk to like these um, video game developers here in the Philippines, they don't know how to talk. They don't know how to talk about their game. They don't know how to communicate it. And I guess it just speaks to the whole thing that they're not used to people covering it. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. that's that's what um, because before we started like our first ever event and the first time we actually went in as Too Much Gaming or TMG mm-hmm. um, was an ESGS. The first one, 2014. In 2014. Yeah, really. That's okay. pretty much us like coming out and saying. Hey, we're actually a thing. Yeah, we're a thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, because before, can we get in as media? Then yeah, like, stuff oh, like that. Okay, okay. Because before we were just like, eh, blog. We were just right, a humble whatever. blog yeah, site. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When I saw ESGS and I heard about it, actually, you know, gaming festival was the first one I officially like emailed and hey, this for a media coverage. We want to cover that. And then Mr. Jobert Yu from ESGS, he messaged me in <clears> Facebook and said, hey, why don't you cover ESGS? He started telling me the stuff. He called me and all that. So that was our first event, and we come there officially as TMG, and then. It was pretty much an eye opener on how the local scene is just there, but no one's paying attention. Yeah, to exactly. Yeah, and how big it was. Yeah, so that was like more of an eye opener. Like, okay, this is what I want to focus on. Uh, we'll do the usual stuff, but I want to at least pay attention to them at least. Mm-hmm. And I think we were like one of the few, if not the only, people to go around and talk to the local developers who were at ESGS. Most yeah. major media outlets were focusing on like. The, the, MOBAs the MOBA and the, the Counter Strike, comp- or the sorry, not Counter Strike, point, point blank competition. Yeah, pretty much the esports stuff. Though, and right? the esports stuff, yeah. and the bigger names that were there, but mm-hmm. very few were actually going around to the individual indie developer booths mm-hmm. and and talking to them. You know, they would they would go and play their games. Like, oh, it's cool. 
and then just move on. But we actually took the time to say, hey, we'd like to interview you for our video. And, you know, we got them to talk about their games. And it, at first, yeah, it was like, as Carlos said, they were it's quite a little awkward because they didn't really know what to say, right? Yeah, so exactly. It, it was a lot of prompting on our part. Mm -hmm. But you could tell, like, as the interview would continue, that they would, they would start getting more into talking about their game. I mean, they're really passionate about their own work. It's just that they don't have anyone to talk, talk to, to about it, right? Yeah. Exactly. That's really interesting and, like, kind of a stark contrast to my first experience because you guys went to this big event there were indie people and big name people mm. um, my first experience was when I met you guys actually yeah, okay. yeah. over at the Global Game Jam so it was all small like it was all indie it was all like the smaller studios there weren't any big names to get in the way you know what I mean mm. and like that was my first experience in the industry and what you guys are telling me your first experience is um, most of the coverage would fall upon the bigger guys yeah. yeah that's a super interesting insight into how the industry was like how many years ago Two years ago? Two years ago. Two, two yeah. years ago, yeah. Because oh. like ESGS is coming out this year, so it's been a third year. Mm -hmm. And when we did cover ESGS, that's when pretty much the TMG decided, like, hey, okay, we're now in front of it. We're like, people know TMG. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep with that. Because before that, it's more of just written blogs, whatever. Mm -hmm. The podcast passion. started a bit. Yeah. yeah. More but, of a passion thing. But... Yeah, more of a passion. But thing, it's kind of like, okay, I want to make this grow. Totally, grow. totally, yeah. yeah. So now that you guys have been doing this for quite a while, and now that you explained to me, like, your first experience, with interacting with the industry and things like that. Um, throughout the span of time, like how much has the industry changed? For you guys, has it like changed for the better? Is it looking better? Are the interactions any different? Okay, um, interactions. The interactions are actually, I don't know about you guys, but it seems pretty much similar. But some studios seem to like, for example, like Xeno or the others, they actually know us. So it's kind of more like, it's more, the flow is better. But in terms of like, yeah, we still get the usual like, uh, oh, oh. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they we give them our card and they're like, oh, and that's usually yeah. enough to blow some people away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they have a card. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like saying, sir, we don't have our manager here. He's in the bathroom. <laughs> those kind of like, they're yeah. not. Prepared. We still get that. We still get those that. kind of replies. We still get yeah. those kind of replies. But um, in terms of like growth, slowly, like in the local industry, I have a little problem. As of like three, like two, three years of being a part of it, paying attention to it, it's a slow process. But I see at least a little bit of growth. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. the real driver actually of the industry here, because if you look at the industry, it's kind of like we have development, you have the esports side of it, and then you have, I guess, the media side of it, which is where we are, right? What's really driving it now, I feel, is the esports side of it. Recently, I had the pleasure of actually covering two major esports events with huge prize pools, international events. And the good thing about that is it drives a lot of international attention to the Philippines, and they get to see, you know, we what what's lacking there is, okay, they see that there's an e uh, esports community here, but they might not be seeing the development side of it so for us it's kind of like how can we push the local development to the point when it gets more it's more noticed now that there are eyes in, on the Philippines mm. get these guys more noticed because all these guys actually have good ideas and they have you know really good ideas for games and it's maybe just a lack of marketing or lack of budget or you know just a lack of knowledge that they can really get from the that international eye on, on the country so maybe with the esports thing as a gateway for international yes. attention yeah that's what I'm uh -huh. looking at that yeah as. I mean like because the Philippines is like a really big mobile MOBA country, yeah, basically. Yeah. Everyone grew up on Dota, everyone uh, MOBA, plays... MOBA, MMORPG... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. That's a really interesting look into like how our industry like works on the surface so far, guys. Um, like We've talked about TMG so far, we've talked about what you do, your experience in the industry, but um, let's get to like really getting to know the people behind TMG. So how about we start with you, Carlos? Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
What about me? <laughs> okay, so um, I've never been focused before. I, like you've never been oh, focused right. upon before. I've never been put on the spot. No, anyway, go. <laughs> okay, so you, Carlos, during our pre-interview, during all um, like my show notes, your profile here, like it says you started TMG. You, you, yeah. You're the one that pretty much started it, huh? Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I guess I am. The, well, guess who I get? Guess I sort of am. But uh -huh. yeah, I, I pretty much started it. I literally one day stood up, made the blog spot, made the blog spot because <laughs> when I was like what was that I think it was like I was, I was, in, co I was in college though. no no we were out oh, we were out of college out. and then I just had like a couple of like the usual conversations with my cousins and my friends and all that and they keep just mentioning that why don't you just make a site or a blog because whenever you talk about video games you just go all out mm -hmm. and you can't just shut you up very verbose about <laughs> no, the video yeah, gaming like, yeah people just keep on suggesting why don't you just make something out like you want to do media like stuff like that huh. and I was like yeah, maybe I'll do it maybe I'll do it and that pretty much like that thought lingered for maybe months and months mm -hmm. and then uh -huh. one day I just stood up I think it was like a Saturday or a Sunday or just a really boring weekend stood up went on my PC and just went to Blogspot and the first title that, fly, that I thought of when I was there was too much gaming too much gaming and I just went there and I just there you go oh okay so that's super interesting and like I've noticed with like the profiles you guys sent me the things I was reading over <laughs> before the recording of this interview that you guys aren't very formal you know what I mean like you guys don't have oh, titles you guys don't have absolutely not formal no <laughs> that, that's the thing that I mean, people that, that, that's what got it was difficult for us is because when we were applying to a lot of these events and stuff, they were asking for official emails. What's and like, your title? Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. And we're like, the hell? I don't, don't know. know. We're, we're nerd. <laughs> we're not like we're really not formal because I don't really give much of like you know with Miggy with us now and uh, Will and TMG. I don't really like hey don't do this don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Do whatever you want. Okay. Like, we're all doing this because of the sake of because we like the industry, just love it. So it's like a super passion project. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah there's totally. no there's no reason for like Miggy stop playing your your games or you play this. No, no, <laughs> no, no like, like that's fine. It's just like don't be racist. Don't be no, <laughs> super like. Yeah, yeah, yeah but still... not not like super offensive. Yeah. Don't like, worry, you know. I've been cutting out all of Mickey's racist remarks throughout the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm, that's why I'm not so even quiet. here. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that's that's pretty much intentional. Like we just free flow and just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I had a problem like trying to make my business card. I was like, what do I put? Emil. Uh, <laughs> with, with Emil there. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah. But actually, you know, to bring that up, we have had to get a little bit more formal now because, like, as we've grown as sort of a, a media group, I guess you could call yeah. it, mm -hmm. like, we've been, you know, we get inquiries from a lot of people who want, like, oh, hey, hey, here's a review copy of this game, you know, and normally if it was just up to us, we'd just, like, I'll just do whatever. Mm -hmm. But now, as probably we have to give out, we have to give a little bit of a structure. We have to give a little bit of a structure to yeah. it. So it's like, all right, you know, in one week, we'll have the first written review out, we'll film a quick look, we'll do this, and we'll, this is our schedule, you know, and things like that. So, I think no, as much as I want it to be less formal, it's like you'll eventually get to that. I mean, like, yeah, it has like, to, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. but that's pretty much like, that was my thought, like, just enjoy it, have fun. Just do it. I mean, like, like you mentioned a while ago, you just stood up one Sunday morning and like made a blog spot, basically. Yeah. And that's think, how it all started. Yeah, and I remember like when I wrote that, um, when I made the blog site and blog spot and everything, like the first thing I wanted to talk about is, wow, like Fallout New Vegas has gone gold. Yeah. It's actually happening. And that's the first ever post I did as like, I guess, a team. You can 
probably still find it I, too. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. They're all Blogspot. Yeah. So, what does it mean when like an article on Blogspot goes gold? No, no, the New Vegas. Oh, New Vegas went gone, gold. When I say gone gold, means uh -huh. the production has ended. Announced. Ah, production okay, okay. Of the project has now begun. So oh man, making, like, so when it goes gold, all I got to do now is just make the CDs. Oh, yeah. that's interesting because like I completely misinterpreted this. I go, oh, okay. I think I go to Reddit too much, oh, and like okay. Reddit gold is a thing for me. So right. like I, I, I think I completely misinterpreted that. So your first article was about Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, confirming uh -huh. that this is not getting delayed. This is actually going to be like mass produced mm -hmm. and you know came out. I did not like the game. In hindsight, <laughs> in hindsight, it should have been delayed. It should have been. Delayed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Maggie, like, when did you like join TMG? What happened? Like, what got you into this? When Carlos started this thing, like, how did you end up like barging onto the scene? If you know what I mean. I think it was like a week after you made the blog. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and what's funny, like, I did not do any marketing. I was just literally just. Um, like I saw you just share it on Facebook, I think. No, it's, I don't or think it was somewhere. Facebook. I think it was actually in Yahoo Messenger because you know how you just those statuses. And you oh have yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you yeah. can link it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just put my blogspot link there for the heck of it, and then I think one day Miggy just messaged like me. Like I was at work and like, oh, he has a site, and like I have the same problem where like I can't talk to video games to anyone. Yeah. Because they don't understand. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yo, you need help. <laughs> yeah, and I, was like, like, I, I think you just saw my Yahoo status message, and then yeah, you yeah. messaged me. Oh man, that like, long ago, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Um, I think it was it's Panasonic ago, was coming out with this bullshit handheld that nobody was obviously gonna buy. Like, oh, I got a lot to save up. Yeah, your yeah, first yeah, content yeah. was pretty much Sonic Colors. I think. Oh, that was the first review. Our oh, first review. Okay, yeah. But the the article was about I forget the name. Some Panasonic Jaguar yeah, he, he, jungle. Yeah, he joined <laughs> after a week, and then we just started to just write, write. Yeah, just write. writing. We like, just started once writing. a week to almost once a day. Yeah, and then we just got ramping up we always have an article every single day we're just like having fun with it and we just kept going and going oh man that in. sounds super great and yeah, like we didn't care if, if no one was listening looking back at those old articles they're really badly written. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that too that's like horrible to look back to that i mean looking back at your old work is always like an eye-opening experience like i recently listened to my first episode of the podcast and i'm just like oh geez oh my god oh yeah i listened to the episode uh, latest episode of the tng podcast like the last week and i listened to episode one I have episode one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like me. Like if I go back to my alma mater and I read my thesis that I had to write there for my master's degree. Oh my lord. <laughs> How did I even pass this? Oh jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So the longer I talk to you guys, the more like clear it becomes that you guys aren't in this for like the formality of it. You guys aren't into this for like just the sake of like having a thing around. You guys really love this, and like you guys don't have like actual jobs assigned to you guys for TMG. Um, we never really placed an actual like title, like, but in hindsight, pretty much like Miggy's known as the person that will do the video stuff and all that. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Articles. Well, not really. You're just whatever you want to do. I, I, really. I do. I do a little of everything. Yeah. Like, I've taken the lead on the podcast before. I've done video edit. I've written article. Yeah, but the, for the most part, you're mainly on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. For the for the majority of it, I'm on the podcast, and then me and Miggy do a lot of shows together actually mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen your let's plays. Yeah. Yeah, our let's plays and our quick books. We tend to do it because we live so close to each other. So for us, and it's to, it's hard to do those things by yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah I can imagine without having someone there to comment. Yeah, on. there's no back and forth. And when they're doing their own thing. 
thing. I'm just trying to take point, like doing the emails, the articles, like, articles, uh-huh. and stuff like that, podcasts. And so it's a very thing. natural sort of like um, yeah. work system. We're just in the chat room. We're saying, hey, what we, what we have to do this week, and then you start I'm talking. Like, yeah, like what oh, can you do? Yeah. Like, okay, we'll do that. That's super. I'm literally not like okay, fine. I'm the I'm the one who started. I'm the one who's leading this, but I'm not restricting. I'm gonna get our PR on that. that. Like, no, that's true. Like he'll just he'll just show up and say, I'm gonna make a Naruto thing. Yeah. Okay. Normally, he's also the one who pushes himself for a lot of us. Hey, let's do this fighting game thing and you know yeah. we'll do this and that so you know uh-huh. we're usually just game with it uh, that's really interesting and like I really like that so Will what about you I'm like the, the, the I guess the youngest in here except I am the oldest <laughs> technically yeah the youngest and the oldest I, yeah I, I joined I think two years ago or two or three years three years ago now it? it's oh, been sh- that long it's been that long huh? he literally like Will literally came on yeah. for the podcast yeah, because what happened like you found him for the podcast what happened was I'm actually good friends with Carlos's cousin and much like they had an issue where they had no one to talk to about video games I had the same problem oh um, yeah although his cousin does get it he's like hey you know my cousin runs this blog and you know I, I, if I've you never wanna, heard the story before if, if wanna, <laughs> <laughs> I just realized no no this is what happened like, yeah. and he's like he has this blog maybe if you want to write for him or do something video game related really, I can put you in touch and so yeah so that sounds like a cool idea and then he said you guys were doing a podcast I'm like that sounds perfect so I got in touch with Carlos through Facebook through right? Facebook yeah, yeah. I, had a, I, think, I didn't know how big you were I, I, <laughs> it took us a month before we actually met in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And we did the first couple episodes of the podcast and I've been here ever since. Huh. <laughs> because we go. needed a third man for the Team G podcast. We went through like two other dead podcasts before we got we the had two final other forms. I had two other forms before the actual TMG podcast. With really? People and uh-huh. it wasn't working, it wasn't meshing. Like one did not even say anything, maybe. Oh but yeah. It was really like there wasn't much chemistry and then I wanted the third person because it seemed like a cool trinity um, mm. discussion because me and Mickey were, were fine. Talk. Yeah, three but people then is usually if there's a disagreement, it's very like one-sided. Like you like that, I don't like it, and yeah. that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So, so I was the like, third guy to buffer that. So I was really um, like, if I wanted to do the podcast so much, and I had to find like a third person. So I was like inquiring who wants to do it, and then mm-hmm. my cousin said, "I know this guy. He's also like looking for other guys." You know, so that sounds like an okay Cupid. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 it turns out it's really a small world because it turns out their old teacher is a friend of mine as well. So. Huh. Mm. Miss Tessa, yeah, yeah Tessa. which is our um, animations, three um, D modeling and animation. Yeah, because so, me and Miggy are um, work uh, batchmates in college. So ah, all right. That's how we met, and yeah, we're, we're friends with my with, professor. With, exactly, Tessa. I don't. Well, you you now. can't call her Tessa. Well, like, I, I call can. Her, I can call her Tessa. You guys, I, <laughs> I asked her that literally. And when I saw her, in the, in the, when I saw her, in, I think one to one. Yeah, uh, I, I asked her like, "Do I call you Miss Tessa or Tessa?" Like, what do you think, Tessa? <laughs> And then she, she like, cheers, not cheers. <laughs> That's what happened. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I'm really relating to all of you guys because, like, it seems that our similar problem was we had no one to talk to about video games. I know. That's pretty much it. And I just really like seeing that the people who are into video games, the people who are passionate about this kind of industry, this kind of hobby, this kind of general geekery, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the things we're interested in. And I just really like that the people who are into this are, like, kind of standing up and trying to make stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Trying to create content. That's why I'm like, I was like really like gung-ho when I started meeting like, for example, you and me, yeah. Briggs or Remember Files, because I think they're about the same uh, level as us. So just, we just love what we're doing. Uh-huh. So it's actually pretty cool just meeting other people who are also like doing what we're doing. Yeah, totally. I mean, like, I can't overstate how excited I was when I bumped into you guys over at Game Jam. Yeah. Because like seeing Briggs there, seeing you guys there, I'm like, oh, there are more people <laughs> yeah, like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are more people who I'm love the alone. video games. I'm not alone. Yeah. And then you find out that everyone knows everyone else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
life in the same circle. Uh, it, it was super interesting. Which is which is what I love about the media, at least the video game media here. It's like we all know everyone, and there's no bad blood. Like no one's like so trying far, to so fight. Oh, it's my exclusive, whatever. Oh, you know? this is my article. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, everyone's only cool. I can talk about Pokemon. Like collaboration Go. is so open <laughs> between everyone. You know, it's really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, Willem, so you're the youngest like member here. Right, right? but I'm the oldest by age. Oh, oh okay, okay. You're so, the newest member newest, here. Newest, right? But I'm the oldest. And actually, you're the one that sent me the longest profile. I did, really? <laughs> wow. I just yeah. sent you some bullets. Like, yeah, yeah. It's that long, okay. So, actually, so, the one I sent Emil was like three minutes. I just. <laughs> Mine is like. I didn't think two I sent you that many bullets, but okay, all right. I think Miggy's was like two lines, three yeah. lines. It's <laughs> like, I always have this problem of how do I describe myself? Because when my friends introduce me to their friends, like, uh -huh. Miggy, he's the game master, and I'm like, Game <laughs> master? <laughs> no. The game master. I can't speedrun Mega Man 2, you know. I just good. like video games. I like other things too, you know. I just happen to only talk about video games more comfortably than others. Yeah, I mean, like, Miggy, <laughs> the only thing you sent me was that you're a fighting game enthusiast, a toy collector, and a super robot and tokusatsu fan. That's me. Th those are the only three things you sent me. That's, that nails it. That nails exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. That nails took me, like, if you had to ask me, I'd pretty much make it even shorter, but yeah. Oh, man. And that was really interesting, because, like, seeing you guys send your profiles to me individually gave me a good idea of your personalities, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, Willem was very thorough. You weren't. <laughs> <laughs> that, that took a lot of thought. Already, actually. I was pointing at Mickey when I say he weren't. He weren't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> okay, so yeah, like I was saying, like Willem, you sent me like one of the longest like uh, sorry. profiles. <laughs> I've had longer for other guests. I usually do this for the podcast. I ask for a profile, yeah, yeah. get to know you. But you expressed that you've had work experience at Digital Media Exchange yes, as a usability analyst. Yeah, and actually, you worked on a bunch of games. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I can. Um, it's funny. This is right after. I graduated my MBA, my first job after that, I was looking for work and then I found an application market research analyst. At the time, I had no idea. Like, I wasn't looking for anything specific, like game related. I just want work. Yeah, exactly. So market research analyst. I'm like, perfect. I can do that. <laughs> right? So I go to the, the, the office of DME. Digital Media Exchange, for those who don't know, is the mother company of an old company. It's dead now called Mobius Games. They used to release MU Online here. Ah, that's why it sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. Holy shit, that game took so long. MU Online and um, sorry. Uh, they did a few others that I can't come to mind anymore. But like, MU Online was their most popular one yeah. um, and they sat me down and said okay hey uh, you're here for applying for this job what it turned out what they wanted me to do was not really market research because I, I was under the impression that they wanted me to like oh what's the market environment like in the philippines for our online games what you know what all that stuff what they wanted me to actually do was look at test results they did apparently for game tests which are basically what they were trying to introduce was the sort of outsourced load testing for upcoming games mm -hmm. right so they had a guy in the u.s basically talking to a bunch of companies there saying hey we have this load testing facility in the philippines and you know you want to load test your game we can do it there for much cheaper obviously so what they wanted me to do was to do usability work, which is basically user interface design and, uh, and ease of use. I was about to ask what that meant. Yeah, so basically uh -huh. the way I always describe it to people is what is the design vision of the game? Uh -huh. and how does it match up with the player's vision? Like is the player playing the game as a designer in vision or are they doing something different? 
Ah, that's And how do you match those two together? So you've worked on stuff like this for games like League of Legends? Yes, I, we did work with Riot before League uh -huh. of Legends came out. One, one, one test. test. Basically, it was a load test. So their primary purpose was obviously to see how much load their servers could have. Oh, right? that's super interesting. Um, but the secondary thing was just giving feedback on the game. And that's where I came in. And if you had seen the... I, I, I guess I could talk about it now. I don't think it's... <laughs> but like, their first iteration of their UI was atrocious. Because basically the entire bot... If you split the screen into four quadrants, four squares, uh -huh. the entire bottom left was the UI. So you could only see three-fourths of the playing field, basically. Oh, jeez. Right, right. Now it's like a flat bar at the bottom. Right? Uh -huh. Before it was just in the corner, this sort of half-semicircle thing with your portrait and all your shit around it. It was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. This is a really interesting insight on like yeah. how games are made. Because um, the, the thinking is like, okay, cool, you have this really fancy design there, but yeah. does it serve any practical purpose? Uh -huh, uh -huh. And obviously, the disadvantages of it was, you can't see what you're doing. It's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so while I'm sure your artists are going to be sad about it, you have to think about the practicality of playing the game over a long, you know, your players are playing this for uh, like an hour at a time, basically. Mm -hmm. And if they can't see what's happening on one fourth of the entire screen in a MOBA, mm -hmm. which you, as you guys know, MOBAs are. The you kind of important. have to have very good situational awareness. Exactly. Uh -huh. so much That's going to cause a lot of frustration. So uh -huh. we, we recommended, we didn't give them any specific design, but we said, look, you got to change that UI because that thing is, is really making it difficult for us. <laughs> that UI is bad. So <laughs> you bad. Know. Well, do you want to talk more about League of Legends or just in general? Or <laughs> more of like, I'm interested in like the perspective you bring because I don't think I've met anyone who's worked in that part of the game's well, industry. Well, it's sort of weird now because like whenever I play a game, like the first thing generally I find doing is like oh they, they could have improved that you know, they, oh, yeah, you know yeah, things yeah, like exactly. that like the, UI like the example I always give is like with the original Halo game yeah um, just to give you a practical example of how this works right the original Halo game when they did user testing they found out people were engaging the enemy at a longer range than that was intended uh -huh, like, uh -huh, right? yeah, I, remember. I remember this so how did they fix it they basically made the reticle turn red when you were within range of the enemy so before the reticle wouldn't change color but when they did the fix when it would turn red that was a, you know that indicates to the player oh I'm in range, I can fire. Them. That's kind of like the so, rested penalty in World of Warcraft, right? Because before, if you've been playing for too long on World of Warcraft, you would get an EXP penalty. Yeah. And you would have to rest at an inn or like basically log they off just from log the game. log off for yeah, a day, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Exactly. But like players didn't like that. So instead of making it like an actual penalty, Blizzard just changed it into a rested bonus. It just actually became yeah. from a negative to a positive. Yeah, yeah. And players <laughs> like that a lot. Well, that, exactly. Because they, they, they observed how, is, how are the players actually playing the game mm -hmm. and I guess in Blizzard today it was more of like oh god they're playing this way longer than we intended <laughs> them to be doing yeah you know? it's horrible so like well we can't change the you know how do we use that behavior to our advantage or how do we change that behavior mm -hmm. the, the, the solution they found was yeah change it to a bonus. You know, stuff like that to me is super interesting and like how it's evolved over like the years, like how UI, how usability has evolved over the years is very interesting. And like we've solved most of those problems already. And right now though, it just interests me like what's your opinion on that guys? Cause like these days, mobile games, they're pretty big. And like, I have a big beef with UI in mobile mm. games, like how your hands get in the way. And like, before we started this recording, Miggy, you actually like showed off to me like a controller for your cell phone. What's your opinion on that? Like, is that cool? Well, like, He's just blinking a, at me. A controller for because uh, your audio editing. I'm trying to make it as clean as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you for thinking about my editing. Yeah. Well, when it comes to mobile UI, um, I've been playing the Kingdom Hearts mobile game mm -hmm. that was based off a browser game, and boy, can you tell that was a browser game. Oh, jeez. Because the UI is atrocious. Oh man, yeah. Like, things are too small, and like environments don't load properly. And then you come across a few other mobile games, which are like the icons are just placed, you know, like perfectly fine to count in like what you use for your input, your thumbs or your forefingers. Yeah. Then you you see the the really bad clones, which have terrible UI or like sometimes unresponsive, and like that bugs me. Like um, the Rick and Morty Pokemon clone. Yeah, I've heard came good out. things about that. Yeah, and like mm -hmm. I got sick of it because I found the UI too slow. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I wanna yeah. sell this item, and it's like click. Then I try to tap the next option because I know it's where it's gonna appear. Exactly. And then like it's not registered. It's not registered. I have to wait for it every time. So, ah. And like that was enough to get me. Usually is one of those things people don't really think about, but it's really it, important until it's a problem. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's why I keep telling the people like step. you have to keep you have to do it. A lot of people are like oh you're a usability analyst. What the hell is that? Like <laughs> it's like oh I work on the interface design and user experience. They're like oh okay and then but I know in their mind they're, they're so accustomed to like good UIs. It's like it's one of those things you, you don't notice it until it's a problem. Mm -hmm. right? and I guess it's, it's, it's really great seeing the perspective of somebody who's worked in the industry. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so far we've talked about TMG like how you guys kind of started like a, just on a blog spot kind of thing on a whim and like how Miggy joined up how Willem joined up we've talked about like your individual things and like we've talked about so much guys and I'd love to talk to you guys about more things but we will be back after a few messages here on Emil in the morning at night BRB guys say bye bye <laughs> we'll be back bye bye you're listening to Emil in the morning at night Honestly, I don't have much to say here just yet, but if you have any ideas or if you would like me to talk about your stuff in this section, send us an email over at emilinthemorning at gmail.com. Now, I hope you guys are enjoying the show so far, so let's get right back to it. I want Batistas. Okay, sure. You want Batistas? Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks. Are we good? Are we starting? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back to Emil in the Morning at Night, guys. We're still here with TMG. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. And now we're actually having coffee. <gasps> coffee. It, it makes sense, though, why we have coffee, because it's Emil in the Morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I always say that. That's my tagline, where yeah. I have, like, coffee in the morning, at night, whatever. But now we're actually having some nice cold coffee. Yeah. This is actually a normal thing for me. Like, people are wondering, like, why do you drink coffee? Because I always drink coffee at night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me love, too. I just love coffee. Like, me too, actually. Because I like coffee. I mean, I just... Like the, you go and I really do stay up late, so it's fine. Like, I'm not, I, I do it because I'm European. Like, <laughs> we, we drink coffee at these. You know, yeah. like, I'm not sure if I brought this up on the podcast before, but that's the whole reason why this show is called The Meal in the Morning at Night. Okay. It's like just an inside joke among my friends because, like, I wake up at night. Like, I uh, seriously wake up at night because, like, my professional life, I get to decide when I go in for recordings and stuff like okay, that. Okay, that's true. Okay. So usually I wake up at night and just, like, fall asleep once the sun comes up. It's really bad. It's really bad for my okay. health. Okay. I, I know exactly how that feels because mm -hmm. I worked the night shift for like three years straight. Three after. years? Yeah. Jesus. And like when I see the sun, I just get sleepy all of a sudden. Yeah. Even though I just woke up. Yeah, I know. You're, you're like, you work, it's like you live in the US, right? It's like you're waking up at the yeah. wrong hour. Oh, man. Like, like, I know the feeling. Actually, Willem, like mm. you mentioned a while ago, you're European, right? Yes, I am half Dutch. You know, my father's side. I have never, I have never summed up the courage to say your last name. How do you say that? Dental. 
That's the oh. actual saying, but then too. I've been saying then too, yeah, it's fine. Then too? Because he said it in the Netherlands. If you're in the Netherlands, then tome. With like, with a ohm. Ohm. Because usually when I introduce my guests, I, I go for the full names, I go for the formality. Yeah, people here don't get my name because it's Willem, which what? is a very Dutch name, honestly. Oh. Um, I can't hurt. I, I know. Like Willem Dafoe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, exactly. But here people like William, like, yeah, fine. Yeah, Let's go with that. I don't want to. I don't want to try to correct you. It will take too long. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had similar experiences with my name, but I do take the time to correct them because they say Emily. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's Emily. a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot worse. Me, I'm just like because my uh, I'm Carlos. My S just disappears. Carlo. Carlo. Oh, that's, Carlo. A, that's a very it common always thing. disappears. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the deal. Like usually back when I was in school, when I was in class, they're just going through the roll call for the first time, and they're like Emily, Emily. Is there an Emily here? <laughs> and then I just stand up like. Yes, Bo. My Emily Dito. <laughs> with your deep voice? Yeah, yeah, with my deep voice. I don't know Okay, so guys, let's get back on track, yeah? yeah? So far, we've talked about TMG as a thing you guys started as a blog. We've talked about a bit about your podcast and a bit about your YouTube channel. But let's get stuck into that a bit more. When did you guys start your YouTube? Oh, well, when when Carl started the blog, um, what's the first ever video, actually? I don't... Twitch archives at the city. Because I know, I know when we of our first ever published article. Which was like October 2010, uh, October 4, uh, 2010. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy to remember because it's 10 for 10. It's like something it was remembered. But video, I put up the channel like um, I think Feb of the next year. Yeah, uh, with the intention of because we we watch like live streams and podcasts of four player podcasts. Yeah. We we sort of follow a group called Four Player Podcast. Okay. Primarily does Justin TV live streams, mm-hmm. then clip out funny things to their YouTube channel. I'm like, oh, we can try that. We can totally and, like, do that. Like not knowing that you need a ton of uploads. Speed. Oh, oh yeah. It's like, oh, it's the internet. It'll figure out itself, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we pretty much like all the content. Um, just Google do. it. Yeah, yeah, all the content we do, written, video, audio, we just learn it. Just, we On stole the fly. it from everybody. We didn't, get, we didn't get a textbook and say, hey, this is how you do it. No, no, we just like, let's eh, figure we it out. We did market We, we had to learn as we go. Like, I remember that yeah. when we first started the podcast, that was really weird because we, like, now we have Audacity and everything, but it was back then we were using like Pamela, MP3 Skype recorder and stuff like that. Jesus. Really? And we went through a lot. Like we, yeah. we didn't. I didn't. I literally did not like go to Google and say, "How do you do a podcast?" No, I just like okay, I need an audio recorder. I just figured like, it out. How do we myself. record this? Oh yeah. man! And I, 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 I get an error. I figure it out. That's just how I do with things. When it comes to yeah, it out. I remember when, I someone, process, when like, someone disconnected them was always an issue for us. Like, yeah, so it's like a, it's a long trial and error process for all our mediums. So oh man! Yeah. Now I feel like I missed out on a learning process because like I went straight to the like audacity audition, you know, stuff like that. I didn't of, know about that. Yeah, <laughs> just how raw. Oh, we're literally wrong. But like that's just because of my background as a voice actor yeah, and stuff. So right. I, like I, I would know that stuff. But like I feel like I missed out on the fun times of learning about how to make a podcast. Yeah, because like um I I know some digital, I know some like Adobe, but I'm mostly on print, so I know Illustrator, Photoshop, and stuff like that. Audition, mm-hmm. Premiere, that's something I that's, just went. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. Okay. <laughs> it was also the thing of like because I thought of the audacity self-recording thing, but then like maybe that's too much work yeah I'm like nobody's gonna listen to this anyway <laughs> right we can just do this easy way be the cool kids and okay like, it's, it's not working but <laughs> we, we started youtube around 2011 and mm-hmm. so it's just a rough learning process mm-hmm. and we just yeah like the, the first videos there are like me recording the city of matches on my psp oh yeah. man i haven't dug that deep but like i have been checking out some of your shows i love your all pie adventures with willem oh my God. you know oh like, God, yeah. that's, that's a sick ass intro guys <laughs> 
We have to give props to our friend who did the drawings. Yeah, that was probably our first official commissioned artwork. Oh yeah. I'm like, I just bought him a pizza. Like, there you go. Oh man. So I've been looking into your channel. I've been checking out your content and stuff like that. And like, I saw something very interesting on your channel. One of your most popular videos is just of a man in GTA falling down a mountain. Yeah. What's up with that, guys? That's just me. That's maybe. That's that's what Miggy does. Like, that's what when I was like saying like I don't give much restraint for what they do. Like me just loves grabbing like random stuff out of like whenever he plays. And, it's like, fucking hilarious. And that's do what he the does. Dumbest things all the shenanigans videos, all those thirty seconds, one minute, it's because he thinks it's hilarious. He puts it up. I think it's hilarious. That's why. So like, <laughs> it was so good. That's all Miggy. That's really that all Miggy. That when the PS4 version came out, Miggy did it again in full sixty frames. Oh seriously? This is gorgeous. Yeah. And it was <laughs> fun. He was smiling when he. Oh, I'm gonna do this again. That's all he said. Yeah, that video is like three minutes long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took an entire hour to do that. <laughs> really? Because like, because okay. I was because GTA Five is you know sandbox experience. You can do whatever you want. So like, oh, there's an invincibility cheat, and you can jump and ragdoll yourself at will. Oh, let's do this. <laughs> and like, I did it for maybe like two hours. And like, what if I record it? See, I love seeing the ragdoll thing happen. And like, I can work. <laughs> That's really interesting because I saw this video and I was like, what's the backstory behind this? Why does this exist? I was up at 3 a.m. <laughs> That's just doing that. Like, what are you doing? I'm rolling down a mountain. Why? Because it's fun. <laughs> and that's Miggy in a nutshell, really. Like, think like, about the process of falling down, going back up, falling down, down again. again. I'm like, that was a bad fall. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing that you guys are like open to experimentation when it comes to your content. Open to like, like what you said, Carlos. No restrictions. Yeah. Do whatever. To get it past Carlos, I just make it as loosely tied to video games as possible. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like the one thing. Like I, I hope like it'll stay. Like I just want to be like TMG to be strictly video games. That's always because it's part of the thing. name. Too much game. Yeah, and like the one thing I noticed when it comes to like being more open to like oh here's the UNG is that there's a lot of media's and organizations, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. By the way, that just goes anime, cosplay, whatever. That's cool. I want to be just like you want to focus on just, just one game. love. Yeah. yeah, just games, just, uh -huh. just that, and just that alone, the video game industry alone is already hard to battle just by that. I mean, right. like, not to say that, like, diluting your content is a bad thing. Like, yeah. there are a lot of websites out there that try to cover numerous things. Video games, cosplay, yeah. board gaming, things like that. But, like, I just really like it when something focuses on something. Yeah. You, you get a lot more in-depth, you know? You get a lot more, like, into the details of what you love. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. why, I was, that's why I was like, let's just focus on this, make it our forte, and let's see from there. Let's just make sure that this is our prime focus, and if it gets bigger or we can do it, maybe, but this is what I want TMG to be known for. Like, this is the video game side. This is what, you know, oh, I'm getting some stuff about video games from them. That's, mm. that's what I wanted. So, the Let's Play thing, did you guys, like, start that immediately? Or, like, no. how did you guys get into that? Oh, Miggy was actually, like, giving that idea, like, let's try some Let's Plays. Yeah, because um, the, the Twitch streaming thing wasn't working. Like, we could stream, but then the upload speed would be so low that it, yeah, it was, like, shit. pretty much. And I, I watch a lot of Let's Plays, and I'm like, oh, why don't we do that? And, like, just post-record it, then cut out whatever dead air, mm -hmm. and then upload it. And the channel was dead for, like, the first two years. Like, oh, maybe this could fill out while we do like proper video reviews and all that yeah and then like oh i, I actually now consider before playing a game like is this let's play a role because then when i play a game and like i'm screaming stupid bullshit like oh my god that's so good and then like <laughs> 
I wish this was recorded though. Yeah. Actually, I'm playing Dark Souls right now and I'm regretting so hard that I'm not recording myself. Oh. Because there have been so many moments in that game where I just freaked the fuck out and like Donna's like, why didn't you record this? Why didn't Dark you Souls this? is an experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, like when you're playing the PC, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's the reason why I like doing some reviews on the PS4, for example, is because like, well, I can do it with my PC because I have a software and everything, but the PS4, if something stupid happened, press share. Yeah, that, that's a good thing that the PS4 yeah. has, like the ability to just instantly record. So now we have a lot of dumb shenanigans thanks to the PS4 and the PC. So, mm. so, so far we've talked about like TMG and your YouTube channel, but what about the podcast, guys? Because I've guessed it on it before and it's super fun. I listen to it every week, actually, whenever I can. And that's just added to my long list of podcasts I have to catch up on every week. And like, I like how you guys like talk about news and stuff like that, but how did it get started? What made you guys try to get into podcasting? Um, well, podcast, well, the TMG podcast, this is something I've always wanted to do, I think, after two years of actually doing TMG. Like, we do written articles, we do reviews, fine. But I kind of wanted to do a podcast simply to show our personality individually. Like, we can do it, I guess, with our written, but it will come out more of it an actual discussion or us just having fun. It's, it's more candid. It's mm-hmm. more candid. That's what, that was the whole idea, and I was pushing that so hard. TMG podcast, I think we, we talked about off-air, there were two versions of it before. And uh-huh. that didn't work well because I couldn't find like there was, wasn't enough chemistry, and I didn't know what, what I was doing. Like I was saying uh, earlier, that it was a trial and error process in all our mediums. Same with the podcast. I was trying different people. Maybe it was the only one who stuck. Like we can talk. We can and even that. then, it was hard to keep it consistent. Mm-hmm. And then consistency was hard. And then audio was. I was having a difficult time with editing because I was new to it. Then scheduling and actually planning the content to do it. And I was like, my God, I'm gonna do this every week. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it, like it was really hard to push it. And I know then, the feeling, yeah, man. Yeah, so like, the, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you know the struggle. Yeah, keeping it up every week. So like the first one, it died. But they're all they were all the TMG podcasts. But they were like, uh, the first one died. Had two episodes, it died. Version then, one, then you got a new cast. Two. Yeah, like six months after. Let's try it again. Second one. Um, we got like two episodes out. I think we got two, two or four out. It was a couple of friends of mine and back in high school. They, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't feeling it. And you guys thing. mentioned a while ago, Willem like hopped on for the podcast. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, because yeah. I was literally like, I was like, I really want the TMG podcast. Yeah. And one podcast. This, Big like, man. we we talked about it. If we're gonna bring back the podcast, it needs to be a proper show. Like, yeah. we need to have format. Like, because we also like listen to gaming podcasts. I'm mm-hmm. like, what do they do? Oh, they start off with this, with this, with this. Impressions, news. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was pretty like, much sick and tired of like, okay, I messed up the first one, the second one. It's gonna be a proper show already. So uh-huh, I started uh-huh. using the giant podcast for BB and all of that just to get some kind of reference to get an actual format. Those are pretty good references. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want this podcast to work. And yeah, I need a third man. The three man dynamic was also considered, and then the the time commitment for this like yeah. we need to do this every week oh yeah this like, is an interesting look on like what it takes to start a podcast what it takes to like start a youtube channel the things that are you know going on behind the scenes and i actually really like since you guys mentioned that willem like uh he got he's the on. golden goose <laughs> <laughs> like, well I, I don't know like you guys never told me like after the first podcast like did you, were you, did you listen to me like yeah this is it we got it you know or <laughs> you guys didn't tell him or, but it or, was good or, 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 you know, like he jumped in when we did the show oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like, that's my first time hearing willem and like, oh, this was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah so actually, I, the first time we actay- actually had a full conversation, and Miggy met him technically on episode one. Yep. Huh. Before 
yeah, yeah. Before, before I mean, I, I Skype because yeah, because I remember I talked to you on on, on Facebook chat, yeah, chat we, and then we did that first episode, and then I thought it was good, but you know, when we listened down, it probably sounds like shit. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I thought it was good. <laughs> but the reason why I like, felt great like with Will and everything is because that was the one thing I was missing. Like, okay, we have that three man dynamic that I was looking for. When I guessed it on your podcast, like I noticed that all of you bring a unique perspective when it comes to games, and you guys don't back down. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like when you guys have an opinion, like you guys don't back down and yeah. like try to agree with the other person. You guys are gonna defend your opinion, and I think that's very important when it comes to like an audio show, show yeah. especially I, because you don't have a visual aid that's huh? true that's I, why I, I like also how like I mean we all love gaming but like obviously like Miggy's more of the you know he's big into the fighting games I guess me and Carlos are more of the, I would say uh, well-rounded but yeah actually you know, Will is the weird in between because he likes the games Carlos likes and he also likes the games I like yeah. ah, even though okay. I'm terrible at fighting games I love yeah because like I don't like <laughs> I don't like like playing anime stuff which you don't or... you don't talk about fighting games but you're really good at them this is weird well just Street Fighter <laughs> oh, just Street Fighter <laughs> <laughs> well that's just me being competitive because I'm, I'm not competitive. But like, okay. like yeah, the, the anime games. Like, I have no compare, but then Will's there. Yeah, I don't oh, like talking about, yeah. talk about anime games. And that's why, again, the three-man thing, I can't help him with his talk, but Will can. Huh. That's oh, why he, I felt like the first episode of He's the bond that ties us together. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think our first episode, I was talking about Splinter Cell Blacklist. Uh-huh. That was my first talk with, officially. I was talking about Splinter Cell Blacklist, and it was me and Will talking about it. I had nothing to say about that. Yeah. Nothing yeah. <laughs> to say about that. When he played, when he was, what was your game? I forget. But, I don't Will talks about it mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it just became like okay one can talk to each other while the other rests See. and became the, the, the dynamic was it felt right somehow worked out that way yeah three or four people I think that is the magic number when it comes yeah. to talking and when it comes to like actually sharing your opinions and like getting into arguments good arguments mind mm. you two can work still two yeah, can still but two can totally it's work it's a struggle yeah it's a struggle though and like getting into like the things you guys are into you mentioned like Carlos isn't really into the anime stuff you're into fighting games Carlos is not, but he's good at them. Just the I'm very technical. <laughs> yeah. I'm be technical. Willem's the guy who like kind of dips into both. Those are very interesting, and like that leads me into a very easy segue of what are you guys into? You, you know, it's a bad segue when I mentioned that it's a segue though. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just go with like, What are we into? Like in, as far as gaming, or yeah, just in general, or anime, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like since you guys were mentioning a while ago the kinds of things you like. Let's start with you, Carlos. Like on an everyday, what are you actually? into like when it comes to video games when it comes to video games I don't know. What comes to video games only, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just like everything. About Let's focus on video games. Yeah, I just like everything <laughs> about it, really, like development. Or like, how about this? Like, because obviously you're very passionate about okay, video right, games, right. right? So let's look at it from here. Like, what were the big games for you growing up? What influenced you? Like, what oh, are oh those questions? What okay. are the things <laughs> that you know make you you when it comes to video games? I got um, fantasy seven. <laughs> Sadly, I'm also in that group where, oh my god, Final Fantasy oh, is the reason see, why. I'm showing my age, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's not only Final Fantasy VII, it was actually a series of games that I just love. Like, there are so many different kinds of games out there. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I played Battle City. It's awesome. Oh, my god. I played oh, geez, I played yeah. Sega Genesis, I played Sonic. That was pretty awesome. Um, Altered Beast. <laughs> Essentially, though, I was just like how in other mediums like music or movies. My brother and my sister are very geeky in their own way. My brother is just somewhat similar. He's always curious about, like, he used to play a lot of games and he's always curious about playing different kinds of games over and over. Ah, okay. So when I was a kid running around being a kid, every now and then I see him play, oh, he's playing a story-based game. He's playing Phantasmagoria. Oh, he's playing now Civ 5. Ah, Civ 5. <laughs> Civ 2. Whatever. <laughs> um, he's always playing Diablo. Like, I'm getting, I was getting, like, influenced with different kinds of genres. 
and then I think the first time I was kind of like so interested in video games, like wow, there's so many different kinds of games coming out. Mm-hmm. I saw RPGs through the years. I see Shenmue, open world, like, like, and then it just started to point, boil down to the point of wow, there's so much going on. So you're more of like like a jack of all trades. You yeah. love everything about it. Yeah, I like I enjoyed playing RPGs. My brother was so into Tekken, so I loved playing Tekken uh-huh. competitively. That was pretty cool. So how does this translate into your like love of video games now? How do you think that has affected what you love nowadays? Because when I kept on seeing all the genres, all the games, I kept on asking like how it was made. Ah, was okay. There were like interesting stories that come out of the video games, so you know people can relate to it. That's actually pretty interesting. I just like it was just really interesting to you know discuss about just like how it's interesting to talk about a movie or a director because I really felt like oh that's that's it's not on the same level already. So these days, like on an everyday, like what do you play? Um, <laughs> no, no, no. We're all guilty. Not yeah, right now. Yeah, huh? we're all soldiers now. Yeah. Actually, it varies on my mood, really. Oh, okay. Like, I, when it comes to like video games, that I'm not doing it for TMG, just for like, oh, I want to play a game. Either I'll do something grindy, because I'm a very grindy person. Like, I might play a Diablo game or a Hearthstone game. I like those kind of grinding games. Uh-huh. Or I'll just go with those very obscured horror games or story-based games. Mm-hmm. I just keep changing. I always love hopping to like one game after the other. And all of a sudden, I was playing Soma, and all of a sudden, I'm playing that. So you don't necessarily stick to one properly. You just like go hop around because you just love everything about the medium, yeah? Yeah. Huh, that's super interesting. What about you, Miggy? You mentioned like you're the anime guy. You're... Not really. Not really? <laughs> not, okay, not everything because like, anime is hard for me to you're, you're like the fighting game guy. What are you all about when it comes to games? Like on your own time, what do you play? Aside from Overwatch. <laughs> Donna just showed me a picture of a penis. With, with a face on it. Yeah, yeah. It's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> How cute is are this? Are there dinosaurs involved? I don't no, it's, uh, okay. Yeah, I guess uh, it's cute. I guess. Uh, uh, Mickey, back to you, Mickey. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, like, I my gaming background also started with like the Famicom NES era. I never really got into PC games because my dad wouldn't buy. Hindi yan pang games, pang work yan. So like, and like, I don't understand the numbers and. Like, I like just like pop the cartridge in and like let's go video games <laughs> and then I got the thing where I got a NES late because my family grew up with theirs but then it broke so I got my own set while my siblings were off in high school I have a big age gap with my last uh, sister so I was the one left behind and like my neighbor gave me his huge sack of NES cartridges oh geez so I got to play a lot of everything like Omega Man or Castlevania so for the longest time video games for me were console only like, mm. I didn't understand PC because it's install and all that so yeah like I I was exposed to the NES. I skipped the SNES, but my neighbors had them, so I got to play around with them. Then I went straight to PlayStation, and then FF7, you know, divergenized my JRPG thing, like with <laughs> most people. Yeah, like with most. And this is the PlayStation, know. so this is the, the era where you probably had it modded, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like we're, every we're, Filipino. We're like Filipinos here. Fucking yeah. pirates. Everyone were. had it modded. You're I mean, not cool yeah. if you're not pirated. I mean, everyone had like a gigantic library of pirate of, games. Of, yeah. yeah, 50 pesos. I, like, I like to point out, though, when I started TMG, I made the point when I did it, I didn't buy anymore your piracy yeah same here i mean like i feel like I'm, i feel like I'm well, it's, it's much harder now you know when you think about it like it's, it's more I, of a, a like an effort no, i mean, to like, pirate like, I mean like when i started the blog right i put it at the point where i'm not gonna buy it I'm yeah gonna, yeah I yeah can't. like i feel like a like a hypocrite for doing like dude mm. i totally understand that i mean like for me it was just like me hitting a certain age of awareness you know yeah. that these games are made by people yep. and these people need money yep. <laughs> no and then at the same time like i'm trying to give uh, an honest opinion about a product i just pirated it oh it's not yeah. a full 
broad. It's, it, I, I don't. Maybe there's a change on the type. You don't know. It's yeah. online. Yeah, yeah. Your opinion could change because, like, oh, you paid for this instead of not. Yeah, paying. I mean, yeah. the value of the of the game at full price is something you have to consider also. Actually, I think like back in the day, my opinion on games was very skewed because I would buy pirated and yeah. like a lot of the functions, like online functionality, wouldn't work. Mm. So mm. I just got so used to that, and like I just got so used to reviewing a game with its features not working. Yeah, so, that's why I had to. Put, that's bad. I had to go to a point where like I have to support them one hundred percent. Yeah, totally, totally. So like I have a lot of my Steam, everything. I stopped piracy like pretty much when the blogspot went up. And like and not to like, like implicate people that's like yeah. oh it's you not, guys are we, we didn't yeah. know any better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we went through a big time wherein everyone pirated games. Really. Yeah, PS One, PS Two, PS Two, and to uh -huh. this day it's and the even three sixty yeah. yeah, for the first few years of that. But I actually think these days it's less rampant than it used to be. Oh, in the yeah, PS1 one era. Uh -huh. It's less rampant and it's actually more accessible now and it's, it's not as expensive. Yeah, totally. And like for me, it's an accessibility thing. I mean, Steam yeah. makes it so convenient these days, you know? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, like pretty much our generation of like the generation of gamers who are just enjoying this medium, mm -hmm. they're older now. Yeah. It's not like before where majority of the consumers are kids. Are kids with uh, no money. Now, yeah. So like the cost and actually paying it for an actual, like we're not buyers. No, no, we, we have money. We have a job. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's different now. And when you're a kid and you love video games, you have no choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Like I said, you don't, you didn't know any better at the time. Uh -huh. like, I had no idea what the original games were. Yeah, actually, like when I got my PS2 when I was younger, I was like, okay, time to put in random games. Why isn't it working? Oh yeah, <laughs> you didn't get it pre-modded at the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I had no idea that my PlayStation One was modded. Right. I remember the question like with the PlayStation One, we're like, why is the CD black? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that because I, because I <laughs> did have a few original games on the PS One, and that always struck me. As I like, had the original Final Wow, Final it's, it's black oh, wow. on the understand. That's pretty cool. The infamous demo disc. I think I had the Castlevania one, wherein if you put it in a music player, CD player, it would confirm it's a PlayStation black disc. You would hear Alucard saying, "This is a PlayStation black disc." I've never heard of. I, really, the first yeah, track okay. is game data. That's yeah, pretty yeah, cool. But you're probably not listening. That's anyway. pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's saying something like. You shouldn't be putting this in here, yeah. but you're not going to listen anyway. Then the then second a bad track ass is a song. track. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's super cool. It's super cool. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, um, like we've talked about your background, Miguel, and we've talked about your background, Carlos. But a while ago, you mentioned Willem that like your age gap is showing because you're not a Final Fantasy VII person. Yeah. So what was your background? Um, Final Fantasy II. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> which is four. If, if, okay. you, if you want me to get like super technical, my first experience with video games was with that old IBM 2. Um, IBM 2? Yeah. Like, okay. It was like one of those old desktop PCs which had just had Were you the like, Oregon Trail like four colors probably on it. You know? And I, I think they had a bunch of dumb games on so it. Like, like Ski like, Free? That like kind of stuff? Racing games. And, oh, that came in like the Windows 95. There was right? one game I remember called Alley Cat. I don't know why I remember that game so well. And so uh -huh. you play this cat and you just had to go in. Alleys? No, windows of people <laughs> and then there were like little mini games you played and then you had to find the, the sexy white cat and you know like <laughs> Sexy white, white cat. cat. Yeah, it's, it's look it up. It's called Alley Cat. It's it's an old old PC game. Are we gonna do a let's play? No, but <laughs> and then eventually my family bought a family computer, and then you know I played the Contras and the Double Dragon. Oh, the Contras. Mm -hmm. Probably the game that I played the most though on the NES was Super Mario Two. Oddly enough. Oh, the Doki Doki Panic one. Yeah, but it was Super Mario Two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I just wanted to finish it with every character ah. for whatever reason, and I never, I, I don't think I ever finished it mm -hmm. with any character. <laughs> 
and then yeah i got the super nintendo and then as you said my first experience with an rpg was final fantasy 3 which is 6, six. Oh, man. Um, that, that shit's so fucking confusing for no reason yeah it, it, because the Japan. us is weird so, <laughs> so for me that was the definitive final fantasy for me it wasn't 7 which was what a lot of people mm-hmm. would say so it's a true japanese golden goose I, I still think 6 has such a great story to it and oh great no characters. doubt it's just 7 was the first, was first one 3D, most people played right? yeah, yeah exactly and then you know I got an N64 I sold that though and then then the PlayStation came I sold it because I wanted the PlayStation I remember that and then I wanted it specifically for Tekken because I saw that whole 3D fighting game yeah it, it was so pretty badass. amazing at the yeah. time yeah right and then so that was the first game I ever got on the PlayStation that was the one original game I had then <laughs> the first Tekken fun fact yeah and then and then I you know the piracy thing happened and so mm-hmm. then I guess at the same time my dad bought a PC and I was introduced to PC gaming there so I learned about like Monkey Island Wolfenstein 3D, oh. and, like, the original Alone in the Dark, those types of games, and uh, the original XCOM, for example. And you know, back then it was also easy to get a lot of games pirated on the PC. So I played a lot on PC, and I kind of stuck more as a PC gamer than a console gamer because uh, there was a period of my life when we moved back to Europe, and we brought my PS1 along. But the thing is, we were in Europe. Now. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get new games for it. You couldn't oh, get pirated games. You there, get, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I stuck to the PC, and I really became more of a PC gamer. Then you know, I graduated high school, went to college, and there I discovered EverQuest, which is ah, okay. One of the first MMOs it's still going to this day, actually. It'll never die. That drew me in so hard. <laughs> I mean, this is a big so deal for hard, me because yeah. like I grew up with MMOs, and like yeah. MMOs are a big deal to me, big part of my life. I I, I know what you mean. Um, so <laughs> I know. What you mean as well you know, so I, I played EverQuest hardcore for like four years I was officer of a raiding guild there oh, um, man, yeah. and eventually that moved to World of Warcraft but by the time World of Warcraft rolled around I wasn't playing as like daily but it really affected me to the point that like you know I was I was failing classes because of it Oh, you were no lifing it. I was like no lifing it. And then at some point, <laughs> I don't know what changed it. Like at some point, it just like, I don't want to play anymore. You think it's just an age you know? thing? Because like, like, I experienced that too. Yeah, you know, I just, just kind of fell off it. I don't want to play anymore. And, and you know, not just, I ha- I'm still friends with a lot of my guildmates. Like I still have them on Facebook and stuff. But I just have no interest anymore in getting into that routine again. Yeah, I understand. Right. I, I was like playing World of Warcraft for like three years. Mm-hmm. And I remember like saying like, doing this over and over again. Like, I gotta do something else. <laughs> I've <laughs> like, yeah. come to a point like, okay, World of Warcraft, that's the format. If I see something completely different than like an MMORPG, I'll play that. But I won't touch that World of Warcraft yeah. format. So, yeah, while yeah. I have really fond memories of my MMO playing, it's not something I would want to ever go back into it. Like, it's great that EverQuest is free to play now, so I can log in. My old character's still there. I can oh run around God. and see, like, oh, I remember this. This is cool. <laughs> you know, but, you know, I would never want to play that sort of, like... There's a ghost. That's okay. There's a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) I would never want to get into that as hardcore as I did before. Because, yeah, as I said, I was failing classes. I was spending all my time on the computer and it just wasn't healthy. I totally understand. I mean, like, just like a few months ago, World of Warcraft emailed me, sending me, like, a free week of gameplay. They're the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're basically sending me cocaine in the mail. And, like, I log in and I'm like, (laughs) oh, uh, I miss this place. I miss this place. I fly around on my Drake and I'm like, oh, but no. 
I'm never gonna play this the same way I used to. Yeah. You know, what's the right. kicker when I came back? They did the same thing with the one week thing, and I went to my character. Hey, wow, I'm back already. Shit. And my friend list was still playing the same game. But, but oh. then I see that my inventory is just full of crap. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's all no, the free, it's no, all the free crap no, I'm not no. gonna organize this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Plus all the new windows, new talents. Yeah. I like go to that. my bank and like, oh no. Oh jeez, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, and especially like when you like, you're like level like in EverQuest, level sixty five was the highest when I stopped playing. Mm -hmm. I go back now, it's like a level 100 something. I'm like, oh god. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. But like, sometimes it makes me feel sad that like I'm not attached to these games anymore. I mean, like, the most recent MMO that we were really into, me and Donna, like, we really love Guild Wars 2. Mm. And yeah. it, it kind of sucks that, you know, next week there's a big patch incoming, yeah, and is. I'm not excited about it. I'm not excited about it. Yeah, that. yeah, that's super sad. I'm, a, I'm at the point now with MMORPGs where, like, it's not like a full investment. Like, mm -hmm. I got my thing out of Guild Wars 2, for example, I played the expansion, I loved it. It was good. Mm -hmm. But I can move on. I yeah, 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 I can move on, and it's not like, like there are some. Because of my friends were like, "Oh, I don't. Uh, Guild Wars Two isn't so good because you aren't sticking." That that's that. Some people have that mentality. Oh. When you're not there for like you're not sticking around because you don't like it. Or no, I'm sticking around because I'm done. That's an interesting perspective because like a lot of hardcore MMOers, a lot of hardcore gamers have this belief that if you don't stick to a game, it's yeah. not good. Yeah, I like I, that you bring up that like I've experienced it. It was good. I can just move on. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing because I've yeah. had those friends where like they were telling me like you're gonna come back, man. Like you love this and. And in reality, some people. I think it's also just age. Like, yeah. You're just wiser. Yeah, like, even in Overwatch you now. Uh -huh. You kind of grow out of it. You know, like, you appreciate your experience there, but then, like, ah, I feel burned out. I mean, I guess it speaks to the hubris of elitism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's what I mean. Like, even now in Overwatch, like, with competitive mode on, I have no drive to play in competitive mode, even though a lot of people are playing there because they want to feel like, oh, I'm, I'm so good or whatever. I mean, I'm, like, I'm, we tried it out. I'm not even know my placements until now. Yeah. Like, for me, it's like, I just want to play and have fun. I have no illusion that I'm going to be, you know, the most amazing Overwatch player <laughs> in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this, this number means nothing to me and it only means something in the greater scheme of things, like an insignificant sort of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we just play quick play, enjoy yourself, don't worry about your rating, you know what I mean? It's a funny thing okay. you guys actually mentioned MMORPGs because like currently I'm actually reviewing the PS4 version of Neverwinter. Neverwinter, yeah, huh? Yeah, we got a code, Perfect World, contact us and it's like we'll do the whole package for Nether. I'm, I'll deal with it, so review and everything. Uh -huh. So it's the usual like, typical World of Warcraft MMORPGs, it's so hard to get into just ah, because I've, I've, I've done it so many times. Yeah, before. like I'm enjoying it, it's a really good game, but just because it, like, it's technically work, I'll do it, but I, I cannot. Oh man, like just going across the circle here of like your interests, going across the circle of like what games you're into, I mean, like it's just interesting to see like the perspectives you guys have and how that like actually coalesces into the content you guys create. I mean, like it's interesting seeing the perspective that Miggy has to give, it's interesting seeing the perspective that you or Will have to give Carlos. Actually, just want to add real quick because of EverQuest, actually. Yeah. I missed out a lot on the PS2 original Xbox era of games. Oh. Because okay. I was so invested into that one game, I just had no time to play with these others. And that has also affected me in the sense that, you know, when people talk about, like, oh, all these awesome PS2 RPGs, I'm like, I have no, I don't know what you're talking about. We like, stuff like that. Like, I, I went back and rediscovered a few things. Like, I discovered Odin Sphere and Fatal Frame. You know, those games, I, I love those games. And I'm sad I didn't get to play them originally as they were. I got them on, you know, PlayStation 3, but still, I missed out on that era. So when the 360 came around, like, I was like, okay, this is the console I'm gonna play. Because remember, at the time, the 360 was actually slightly superior to the PlayStation 3 as far as uh -huh. multi-platform went. And then, you know, PS3 got cheaper, the games got better. It's like, okay, I want a PS3 too. So I got that, and then now we're here in the PS4 era. Actually, and I think we have, like, a similar problem, because when I got into WoW, consoles fell by the wayside yeah. for me, you oh, know? Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> 
want to talk about the difference between the three of us. Yeah? I am not an MMO man. You've never touched the shit? Well, not really. Like, because I like games where I have, like, a little more control than normal. So, mm -hmm. like, I like ability to, like, jump in the air in Mega Man and move whatever direction. Uh -huh, uh -huh. That doesn't make any sense. So, like, when I saw my classmates playing Ragnarok, like, I saw an assassin class, I think. He was just, like, idling there with his arms crossed and his blades out. And after two seconds, strike. Idling. Two seconds strike. Again. Strike. And yeah. like, is that right. the gameplay? And like, why? <laughs> you just You're not doing anything. <laughs> and like, yeah, but it's cool. And like, I have all these skills. And he does a skill. Like, he shines. Okay, oh. now what? I'm doing 15% more damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. visually, nothing's really happening. But then the appeal is you're playing with people around the world. Yeah, around exactly. The world, and you have a persistent character that's growing. But there's also the thing where most people played in net shops, mm -hmm. and in summer, I didn't get any allowance. Ah, uh, so, okay. And you also had to buy those load cards. Yeah, those so 100 pesos like, a week. You have to pay for the game hours, and you have to buy these load cards, and then you have to count how many hours you have left, and like, the net shops smell like, dude, <laughs> so like, dude. Like eight hours of just dude in that room. Dude, yeah, no, that, it's a funny story because like I went to college in Australia, uh -huh. so I had a few friends there, and they always played. Like the big thing at the time was Counter Strike, one point six, I think. Or oh man, you remember like, the version? The original, yeah, the, the original Half Life Two mod, basically, not the new goal, which is a standalone. We'd go there, we'd play Counter Strike all the time, and I'd also play my MMOs there, right? Mm -hmm. So I would, you know, spend hours in those shops also, and we we, we got became friends with the owners and everything. Mm -hmm. and yeah, <laughs> I, I understand the point of like going to a shop and playing Counter Strike, but right. going to right. a shop and play an MMO, play an MMO where you have to spend a separate like amount of currency. That's kind of weird. To I me. did not understand. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm a console player. <laughs> and like the the thing about PC game is like, don't touch that, you'll break it. And like, okay, I won't touch the PC, <laughs> and I'll have my brother run Star for me in DOS can you have it oh, oh man. yeah start DOS wow I remember having to play oh that. man you guys have so many interests you guys have so many things you're into and just as a just as another question because like you guys have so many things you guys are into how do you guys decide what to put on the channel how do you guys decide what to talk about on the podcast how do you guys decide what to write about actually whatever um, we like mm, again <laughs> like I said really no really like, like just going back to what we were talking about that I did not give him any restraints if he wants to make a let's play of something go for mm. it if Will wants to do a review of something go for it i'm really not giving them any yeah. restrictions so it's really just like the things you're into yeah the things we're into the only time we have some kind of structure is if we get some kind of um request email, or request. review copy but even then we still consider it like yeah what we is still this consider game? do i like this yeah kind of yeah because like well most of the time we're, we're trying to like uh, cater to most of it like the local stuff and everything and see what we can do that's only when we get requests when we actually get a structure like okay like for example we got like the code for uncharted 4 from sony okay cool this has to be like here's the format two weeks all of this out written review video podcast yeah. feature that's when we started getting really serious okay okay but it comes to like what we have to like um content yeah it's pretty much we're so pretty much free so it's stuff you guys are into yeah, yeah. so like, when i stare at will and me goes all by adventure i know what you guys are into i was i was <laughs> like that. i was not in that conversation <laughs> that's, no, how, that's, that's how know, free that, it was that, that show came out because um we, we i bought like what came out um doa doa Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball 3 came out. At the same time, I think around the same time, Senna and Kagura came out. Okay. So I got both. And we, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to quick, do a quick little video. <laughs> we just thinking like, you know what, we should just make a series on all these dumb, booby Japanese games. Because there's so many. <laughs> because there's so many of them. Oh, yeah. Right? And then we were just like, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> it's, it's also a lot simpler than that. Because uh, we, we did a Let's Play of Doha X2. 
yeah. like way before and like you know it's a bit pervy but not pervy enough so mm-hmm. like we kind of still look at it objectively like yeah that's fun I guess <laughs> which is weird because I was expecting it going into like all full perv mode yeah jumblies everywhere like, huh I can see the appeal but like I probably won't play that uh-huh. and then Senran Kagura which is known for you know like anime cute boobies and I saw the gameplay and like that actually looks like a good Musou game <laughs> Like, you know how you can tell what a game feels like by mm-hmm. looking at it? Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell how stiff or how fluid it is. And, like, yeah, the boobies are really in your face. But but there's a good game in it. So, like, sick there's moves, the interest. Though. Yeah. The sick combos, And though. then, like, when she strips naked, yo, she's powering up. <laughs> See, I was not in that conversation when they were playing that show. So, like, so. I, I just wanted to play that, like, <laughs> okay. out of pure interest. And Will wanted to play Doax 3 out of pure interest, too. And, you know, that added thing where, like, oh, America's not getting this game. So, like, that yeah, might that be was a one up for us. Like, yeah, America was not getting the three copies so we were like damn let's do that and then you know we were thinking god there's so many of these dumb games there's all these dating yeah, sims and will has a bunch of others that he hasn't even opened yet yeah, yeah. Right. so more to come for that show. i actually yeah the, the, actually one thing i like kind of enjoy now a lot more like part of the hobby for me is also the collecting mm-hmm. like you may have noticed that there's a huge pile of no, that's not even half of <laughs> that's that's yeah because actually you that's, pointed out now that's just the ps3 and ps4 and xbox stuff like if you look at my closet it's all the pc stuff in Europe and storage is the storage yeah oh jeez <laughs> because remember when we moved to Europe we had too much stuff basically to bring back so my uncle thankfully he lives in the middle of nowhere in a farm and he has this huge warehouse so we just put all our shit there and so somewhere in there is a box so there's there's a warehouse with super Nintendo stuff. games and it's just a sign there William can, stuff can we, can we work to get that brought here <laughs> I, I hope they haven't rotted away or anything there because like oh, you know, oh man yeah yeah that can yeah, be a thing because they're, they're in the middle of the French countryside storage damage it's <laughs> yeah. like rat pee everywhere <laughs> okay but that, that's pretty much like what it is like yeah they just and yeah so as I was saying no I, I I do enjoy the collecting and one thing I like doing is looking for these obscure which will probably not get reproduced with, yeah right? low low print run games a lot of them happen to be these booby pervy Japanese games <laughs> I so, mean Japan cracks yeah. them out yeah and you know amongst a couple other things so I actually have a few things we can run through like we can do Onichanbara the Xbox 360 version we have the, the PlayStation 4 one so there's a bunch we can do for there's that. just a lot so right? like, yeah the, the first two videos oh well episode 2 is not out yet but the first two videos of that series was like stuff we wanted to play and then the rest we it's, don't even know if we're gonna enjoy them right? yeah it's just gonna be like <laughs> in theme it's just the thing like what if we make this a segment and like oh I have an idea for an intro like let me let me storyboard this I want to buy that and then boom there you go okay that's a super interesting insight on how these things get made but as an added insight just since we're actually wrapping up the show we've actually been talking for like over like an hour and a half or something oh, already wow. actually yeah I've just been having fun talking to you guys about your shit but like as an extra insight to what you guys do what does it take to run like a YouTube channel what does it take to run a podcast what goes on to actually producing these things for the people to enjoy uh, you want to take the YouTube first or I want to take the podcast well it's pretty much the same for everything like mm-hmm. if you have the drive for it then do it just like a general idea yeah because yeah, like with the podcast I generally have a format of course with the whole it's because it's every week and my whole like I am pretty much the one who edits this and you know schedules it and everything I try to make as diverse as I can with mm-hmm. the podcast mm-hmm. but the usual format still there as a regular episode it should be out every Tuesday every week every mm-hmm. single time there's always like an impressions segment where we talk about our games the way we're doing it right now yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course some news dumps Okay. and if depending on the flow or what came out within the week we might have a discussion or a topic mm-hmm. or whatever or every now and 
and then, like for example, you join a podcast episode. We got a topic. That's, that's a guest yeah, segment, a guest segment topic. And after that, um, when we do recording, either Skype online or here locally, what we're doing right now, I just pretty much do the usual edits. Like I'm sure you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, I know what you're shit. talking about. Like even I can share that. Yeah. Yeah, but pretty much um, that's the process, and I just make sure 100% that I have an episode every week. Okay, and for anyone listening out there, like I usually ask this with my guests. I mean, like because I'm really interested in getting stuck in on like what you guys are into, how it works, what you guys go through every day. Like for anyone listening out there that like might want to start their own YouTube channel, might want to start creating their own content. Like what would you say to someone, you know, just starting out and wants to like do something like this? Be consistent. I'd say it's one of the big Yeah, things. be consistent. Huh? Be consistent. Okay. Um, because like, I, I think that's one thing. The YouTube channel or even anything, a blog, a YouTube channel mm-hmm. lives or dies based on how much content there is. If you're not putting content out on a regular basis, you're going to lose viewers. Right? Yeah, even yeah. if you have really good content. Exactly. And exactly. I guess, so I, I said consistency is really important. I think the other thing is um, just being passionate about what you're talking about. Just mm-hmm. be, be true to yourself. If you want to, to run, if your passion is Keynesian economics, <laughs> that's job. that's oddly specific. You know, where did that come from? Yeah. No, no, I'm just trying to find something that's out there. That, but you know, that, then if you make a channel yeah, about that's all about that. Keynesian economics, I guarantee. If you can geek out about that, and you're super passionate about it, I guarantee your content will be good. There's an audience you know, for that. There is. Right? No, and well, my my big suggestion is like, no, literally just have fun with it. Mm, yeah, if, if you're doing it just for the sake of doing it and like you don't want to do it anymore, then stop. But no, if like, you're like, I want to talk about video games. Yeah, I mean, just talking to you guys, that's very apparent. Yeah, just like, just enjoy it. And then it'll just come to you eventually, like if you want it to be like a full time thing or if it's a possible full time thing. But you should never lose focus on the fact that I did this because I was having fun with it. Yeah, that, that you love doing. It, yeah, it's right? just like because I'm I'm not I don't want to like badmouth other people because they some people join this because oh we can might earn money because of the that. money yeah. yeah all that but it's much more it's easier to like if you're having fun with it you're having fun making content be it bad good no one's watching no one's reading no one's even paying attention doesn't matter as long as you're having fun with it yeah 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 because we've been doing this for quite a while we've had content we've had episodes that are just like no one knows about we've did it and if I had to go back I'd still do the same thing because I had fun with it I think the podcast and like the let's plays I enjoy the most are from people who are obviously enjoying it you yeah. know what I mean but why me and me keep torturing ourselves because with the games we sometimes play and we don't enjoy it right? <laughs> yeah, I, just, I sort of make it like a rule like how the best friends do it and if you start on let's play you gotta finish you it. have to at least try to finish we, it we yeah. almost didn't do that with Castlevania it took us like a year or hiatus until someone mentioned like what happened to it and we're like oh god oh, we have to, we have to do it again that's the thing, like oh I know you guys I watched your Castlevania let's play Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh God! Yeah. And then, and then, no, we got to finish it. We went to, as far as do the DLC. We, went, you know? we we totally and it brings down it. to like why I kept I keep mentioning and this was that is I don't give them restrictions because it's still like if I give restrictions it will reduce the whole like passion and fun yeah of if it's not like as genuine as it could be mm-hmm. it's just not there like even like say I I start a game just to see if it works right mm-hmm. installed and like something cool happens in the beginning then i try to record from the beginning the feeling's just not there you can't recreate and that you magic can, 
magic. You can hear it. Like if you go over the footage again, like it sounds so fake. Yeah. 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 You never know what's gonna happen. So if you know if you're recording footage, it's always best to. You know, that's, that's the problem I keep having in playing Overwatch. Sometimes you'll have this sick play of the game. Yeah. And you end up, God, I'm not recording. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand. So like, just to distill it, like have fun with it and like make sure it's genuine. Make sure it's coming from like basically just enjoy yourself. Yeah. No, just pretty much enjoy yourself. Uh -huh. yeah. like, I still say be consistent is also important. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's actually, super yeah, important. Yeah. Actually, consistent, consistent is like, it could vary. It could pretty much vary. But um, I think number one, if you're having fun with it, even if you haven't like, oh, I did one six months ago, it doesn't matter. I mean, like there are some channels out there yeah. like Harry Partridge or stuff like that. They update like once every six months. Yeah. But like, I guess that's consistent. Yeah, that could be consistent. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Their own version of consistency. But uh -huh. um, for me, it doesn't, consistency isn't the number one priority. It's just as long as you're, when you make the content and you publish it and you have a big smile on your face and you're not so worried on, no, you're, of course you'd be happy if someone saw it, whatever. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, I made something. Yeah. I mean, like it's a very unique feeling to see something you made like just out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like it takes a certain, amount of like I don't know what to call it. Like, it's scary putting yourself out there, you know? Yeah. To be judged. And like, just just put yourself out there, man. Don't be scared. I'm yeah. loving being judged now, actually. <laughs> when, don't when, scared. When just happy. Whether people yeah. love it or hate it, you know, as long as you're enjoying it. And like, any if, if you put it out there, it's too late now. It's too that's late now. now. Exactly. And it's, and, it's, and it's for any medium, not just video games. I think that's a great note to end on. Uh, so we've talked about so much. We've talked about TMG. We've talked about your shows. We've talked about your interest. We've talked about your podcast. Talked about the YouTube channel, and like we've ended on that note of like just have fun with it, man. Yeah. Like just wrapping up the show, I guess. Is there anything you guys might want to plug? I mean, like your website. How do we how do we find TMG? Too much gaming. That blog spot. No. <laughs> you can still find that. You can still find that. Blog that's still there. Yeah. So how do we find you guys online? Yeah. You guys can find us on our website www.tomuchgaming.net. Dot net. And okay, that's, that's all um, our websites, all our written reviews, articles, videos, and podcast archives. Yep. podcast over there. Your podcast is over there too. Also yes. hosted on what was it? Podomatic. Podomatic. And of course, there. you find it as well in iTunes. iTunes. We have an episode every Tuesday, which, by the way, we have to do. Yeah, we do. Have yeah. To. yeah. I brought the mic. <laughs> Tuesday's we coming can use up. His mic. Uh, I don't know. I don't have my notes though, but yeah. Have... Then, if you want to get in touch with us, our email contact at too much gaming dot net. Too much gaming dot net. Yep. Okay. And then yep. our YouTube channel is. Uh, YouTube slash TMG blog. Yeah, this, but pretty so. much all our content can be found on the website. Okay, I'll do my best to like just link to all of this in the description of this podcast. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, like, how do we contact you guys as individuals? How do we get in touch with you guys? How do I get in touch with you, Carlos? Mickey? Actually, if um, you send us a message on our Facebook page, That's we tend to read it pretty much instantly. That's it just pretty takes much us a guys. while to reply. Uh. Yeah, but if you can, oh, well, I have Twitter, so if you want to directly contact me, that's um. Uh, lost tweeting. Uh, yeah, that's my handle, I think. Lost, yeah? lost tweeting. Lost tweeting. Yeah. LOS. LOS. Because I, I have my nickname is LOS Lost. Huh, okay. So, like, when I was making my Twitter, like, Lost. Huh, lost tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's uh, my handle. So, okay. that's at LOS tweeting. Yeah. Okay. Did you say the Facebook Twitter? Just too much gaming? Yeah, it's too much gaming if, you, if it's social media. So, it's yeah. all too much gaming. Just look yep. for too much gaming, yeah, guys. For the email us. channel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about these guys if they have handles. What about you, Will and Miggy? Uh, you guys I, have handles on I, Twitter? I have Twitter, that too, W. So, that's my last name. 
name with a, and a W. Dentum W. Yep. Uh, I have a Twitter, but that's where all the sadness posts go. So <laughs> don't, please don't. Don't go to Mickey's Twitter, no. guys. I will block you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. I had a great time. Thanks for like having me over. Like this was long overdue. Yeah. We've been talking about this for quite a while. We have. Yeah, we've been like trying to schedule this for a while, and yeah, since I'm, we first met. Yeah, actually. Like, and then yeah, I'm actually like I was actually looking forward to it, and it's actually pretty fun. Thanks for having. I me. think so, I offhandedly mentioned this when we met. Yeah, exactly, Mickey. Yeah, we should have us in the podcast. Yeah. You should And that lasted all the way till what? Till July. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like I had a great time. Thanks for having us. And um, what's called? Video game. Video game. Video game. Yeah. Thank you to everyone for joining us for another episode of Emil in the Morning at Night. And if you're like me, thank you for starting your day with us this fine evening. And to the rest of you people out there, a good night. Oh, that's a wrap, guys. Right. Are we good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun, Super good. Thanks for yeah. thanks for having us over. Like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty fun. I have been invading houses again. Don't invade the podcast. And that was another episode of A Meal in the Morning at Night. Follow our Facebook page at facebook.com slash in the morning at night for announcements on when the next episode is coming out. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at at Emil Tang on Twitter. That's at E-M-I-L-E-T-A-N-G. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can send it over to morning at gmail.com. Looking for music to end the show with is always a fun time for me. And in the effort to look for even more, I've been trying to get in touch with more awesome artists. Much thanks to video game cover band Tetramino for letting me use their music on the show. They make awesome, awesome video game covers, so check them out on YouTube if you guys can. Anyways, I've been on an Undertale music binge since last week, so winding down the episode for us today will be... Tetramino with... Disco in the Ruins. Once again, thank you to everyone for joining us for another episode of A Meal in the Morning at Night. And if you're like me, thank you for starting your day with us this fine evening. And to the rest of you people out there, a good night.
like besides that, like I think you're the one that listens to the podcast the most. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Your voice sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the record, your voice sucks. Your voice man. sucks, man. The hard truths right here. <laughs> like no fact checking. Episode of TV Pass just 